0: it's time for some thoughts what
1: is love
0: Maybe baby don't, don't, hurt hurt me. Me. Uh, don't, don't hurt me don't hurt me no more yeah
1: and that's what we're gonna talk about today <laughs> how about it
0: what is love
1: what is love i don't know. i don't know that i know l-o-v-e um my wife talking, talking, I, my, my, my wife and I talk about this sometimes and, and obviously we've been together 11 years now. 2006, we got, <laughs> 2006, we got married. It's 2019. So I guess it'll be 13 years. Am I doing my math right? Yeah. 13 years this year. Yes. Um, that's a long time. Oh man. That's, yeah. You know, and, and when we talk about, and I try to think like, do, have I ever felt loved? What is love? Mm-hmm. What does it feel like? What does it look like? Is it possible to love somebody else and treat them with love, but yet not even know what love feels like in, in yourself? Or mm-hmm. Are you even aware that you are doing something out of love? Where did love come from? Um, who was the first person that
0: said love? Mm-hmm. Uh it, I, I guess it could be determined Gosh. by the Bible. Um, you know, for God so loved the world, he gave his only son. Yeah, but that was written like two, three thousand years ago. Yeah, but what I'm That's getting new. at is like, I think what we traditional Americans think of love is probably founded somewhat in biblical terms. Oh, sure. Or other, th- other religious texts. But I think that the emotion itself has existed since the beginning of time. Has it? I think so. Oh. That's what I would imagine. Like, I would imagine you're in your cave and someone like, happens to bring over a dead boar to you. And you're like, Oh my God, you thought to do this for me. And I was like, well, yeah, I care about you. I, you know, I want you to have food and be happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my my God. like
1: You love me. (laughs) It's something that I, I've, you know, I've read, I read that book, sex at dawn. Yeah. And that book, sapiens that kind of talked about like early human relationships and what they look like. And for the life of me, I really can't remember were (laughs) they, were they, did, did, did humans mate for life? Hmm. Did they, I mean, we see it today. People, the divorce rate is at an all time high.
0: Well, Um, yeah. And I think, I think a lot of that is because we confuse lust and we confuse, um, immediate satisfaction for love. Like, how can you serve me right now? What a minute, like, what a minute, like, you put a roof over my head, you provide meals for me, I freaking love you, I love you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah,
1: or then you realize like, oh shit, that's not love. Yeah, it's not love. They're taking care of my, my, my needs, my, my food, my shelter. Right.
0: And I think that's what every, I do, I think that's, oh my God. I
1: think the church has screwed up a lot of marriages. I'll be very honest with you. Mm. Um, I think that there has been an insane amount of pressure from churches to get married. To somebody mm-hmm. from
0: the church, and if you're yeah. in a small
1: community church, your pickings are slim.
0: Well, dude, same goes for Christian colleges. Ring by spring, yeah, is a, a thing. Have you ring, heard that? Ring by spring, that's a thing, dude. Messiah College, I'm gonna call you out. Like, it's a thing. If if you don't have a ring on your finger by spring of like your senior year, I guess or whatever, Whoa. then like you aren't you know, something's wrong with you. Well, shout out my, my sister and brother-in-law
1: went to Messiah college oh, and shit. they've been married for over <laughs> more, longer than we've been married. Um, and they're, I feel like they're, they're still together.
0: <laughs> I'm not so, saying it's bad. I'm just right. saying there's, there's a, there's, there, pressure there. there's a pressure there. There's
1: pressure there. And if you're, you know, I mean, I mean, I've had friends, you know, one friend who's been married for 20 years, they got married when they were like 18 years old. And, right. Um, another one who followed suit and, um, disaster strikes yeah. uh, and it's just not, you know, for whatever reason. But I think that in a lot of churches, there's this pressure to get married and you're oftentimes are, your pickings are slim, but there's somebody there We're the same age, how about it? Let's get married. Mm-hmm. And then you, you, if you're still stuck in that mentality of divorce is wrong, divorce is of the devil, you're stuck in an unhappy relationship your entire life. And some people will stay there and, you know, piggybacking on Monday's episode, if you have kids in that relationship, you are going to fuck your kids up. (laughs) Get a divorce. boom. boom. You know, like get, just break that. Cause they're going to see parents who don't love each other. They're going to see parents who, who aren't willing to talk about stuff and work through things. And it's just, they're going to get a horrible
0: example of what it
1: means to have a healthy relationship.
0: Yeah. What is a healthy relationship? Well, before we answer that, I want to go to the nitty gritty. John, yeah,
1: get me off my soapbox here before I start. Okay.
0: I mean, I haven't thought about any of
1: this. I'm just going <laughs> off the cuff here. I'm sure it. I'm saying stuff that like, right. doesn't even make sense or that I might even disagree <laughs> with myself when I listen back to this. I do
0: that sometimes just providing content here. I okay? do that sometimes. I listen back to the podcast and I'm like, man, I don't think that. Um, but no, I want to know what you think love is. Like, if you had to define love, are you asking me or the audience? I'm asking you, send us an email guys. We're asking you the audience. <laughs> I'll tell you what I think love is. And, um, so I think people confuse lust again and the butterfly phase for love. So you meet someone and you have this a weird connection. I, I believe there is an actual chemical connection we have with some people. when you meet like when, when the term sparks fly, I do think that things do fire off when you meet certain people. Yeah. You meet that person. Doesn't mean you should get married to them. Yeah, you're buzzing. You're like, Oh my God. Like I was made for them. Just connect. Yeah. No, it was a connection, you know? And, um, everybody knows if you've dated someone for longer than a year, that that does fade it, or it morphs. It changes. It, it, it's not the same. And that doesn't mean that you don't love them anymore. It just means that like you're whatever you're getting used to their presence in your life, maybe. And so. I look at love then as, okay, so if it's not that butterfly sparkly feeling, then what is it? And I do think it is a choice. I think like it is a conscious thing that you have to keep working at every day. You wake up, I choose you. Even though right now I'm kind of pissed at you for what you did yesterday. And even though right now, like you've kind of let yourself go and I'm maybe not like, this is fucked up to say, but like, you know, I'm, I'm not looking at you how I did when I first met you. Like, I'm still choosing you as a person. Like, I am bound to you. I choose you. And I think there's something really beautiful about that. Um, and I think that you want someone who's like that, who's like, regardless of whatever the hell happens, like, I'm choosing you. And I think that's what love is.
1: Yeah. Gosh. Cause these are, again, you, just you talking there. These are those moments where like, dang it. We've opened it up. We've but that's what I up think love is. That, you know you you do and and kind of going back to like you get married and all of a sudden you experience all of these things about life that you didn't experience when you were dating yeah it's not like you bought a house when you were dating.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not like you
1: tried to have kids when you were dating. Mm-hmm. Not, although some people do, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying the majority of America today, maybe it's shifting. I don't know. Um you're there's a lot of first when you're married. Start. There's you get you get married and then all of a sudden you live together and you have joint finances and you decide to have kids and you're working you're working together and, right. then, and then you have kids and you see all of these sides of your spouse that you've never seen before. Yes. And you're not sure if like, oh, I, I like there's parts of my spouse that I love, but this other part, like, Ooh, I don't know about that. Right. <laughs> you know, and they do things and like all of these things leave an impression. So, so
0: what do you do? Like, well, uh, that that's where rubber rubber meets the road. Like, I think that's why divorce happens because people are chasing that feeling and you get a divorce and you meet some new guy and you get that feeling again. And it's just like this, it's just this vicious cycle that gets then, you nowhere. You end up when you're 60 and you're single. And, and alone. then in the
1: very beginning of all of that, you decide like one of the first things you do is you have kids. Yeah. And now that you have kids, there's this like, okay, how is this going to affect the kids moving forward? And again, some people will divorce and co-parent very well. Mm -hmm. Some people will not divorce and they'll just stay together for the kids. And, and how's that going to affect their kids? Mm And, and, All of a sudden, we have these young people in the world that are being raised by a bunch of adults who have no idea what the fuck they're doing, (laughs) because their parents didn't have any idea either. Mm. And we live in a world where, I don't know what, my son asked me the other night, Dad, why can't I watch two screens at once? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I said, I don't know. It's just how it is. Yeah, I said because you can only focus on one of them, so why do you need one? But how many times do adults sit there on their phone with the TV on? Right. All the damn time. What does this have to do with love? Uh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna bring it back around. Okay. <laughs> I can't. You're, I went off. You're, you're, you're like a pilot that like went off course. I'm trying to get you back. Like, yeah, <laughs> we're
1: riffing. But anyway, but all of that has to do with relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, he's asking me that, and I don't know. So all of that stress comes in then with kids, mm-hmm. and then now you're you're in this marriage relationship, and you have these kids, and then you have this mortgage together, and you wonder like, what am I gonna do? You have all of these responsibilities yeah. together that you've developed with a joint income and you Mm -hmm. think like, well, how am I going to like, if we do divorce, gosh, how am I going to like support myself and two kids? Right. Or, or how am I going to be able to to work my job without somebody else there helping with all of these things play into the, and you just wonder like, well, yeah, yeah, I just want to make sure like, if my wife is listening (laughs) to this, like I'm, (laughs) I'm not, thinking
0: about any of this stuff like, right um we're just talking for the sake of like digging into the subject but i think right i think when looking for a partner and i know this sounds very unromantic you, you really want to find someone who's going to be like a good part like a good partner almost in a business in a way like in a way you're running like a mini business like you have your empire you have like Dude, your thing ozarks i haven't seen it oh if that's exactly what it but, is. But like, I know it's not romantic <laughs> at all, and like, and I think there should be romanticism in your relationship. Obviously, there should be a spark. Obviously, but what I'm getting at is like, who is someone that you can contend with? Who is someone that you can sit down and hash stuff out with, and still come out on the other end still together? Right? Like, who is someone that you can do that with? And um, because that's what life is. Life isn't those date nights. Like that's not what life is. Life is the time between date nights and the next date night. Like all the space in between those two hours at the movie theater is what life is. Who is someone that you can spend that time with and you can make that time productive for your husband, productive for your wife and productive for your kids. And who is someone that you can be that with? And I think that's how you pick a partner.
1: What if you just remove all expectations of what you thought a marriage was supposed to be like, Hmm. You know, if you're like, well, my parents' relationship was like this, or I've heard married relationships were supposed to be like this, and be like, you know what? No, it can be whatever you want it to be like. You can make the rules because guess what? You guys are the ones that are married. You guys are the ones that in a relationship. Mm -hmm. You make the rules, yeah, and you can do whatever you want, right? As long as you're both communicating and talking about it, <laughs> that's why you have those page. couples who
0: are swingers, and it's like, hey, uh-huh. I can bang whoever I want. It's like my husband's cool with it, though. Yeah, it may not work for your marriage, but it works for ours. And yeah, it's like so hey. you can't say to
1: somebody else in their marriage, like, oh, that's wrong. You can't do that. No. Well, actually, yes, we can do that. Right? You know, and it's all about communication and understanding the wants and needs of the other person. Yes, you know, the stresses, the frustrations, and you can be there to have each other's back and support each other. Um, but we haven't ever been taught so much about this world, like relations and marriages. Like, who's, who taught us? Who made the rules? Where'd they come from? Yeah, I know. Again, who was the first person that said, this is love and I think we should get married? Where did all of that start? I think
0: biblical, man. Uh,
1: it has to be in church culture or religious right. culture where you just decided to get together. Adam um, and
0: Eve, man and woman. You know, you or it yourself. may have
1: even started like agricultural revolution when Um, we started building like having grains and corn and soybeans and whatever agricultural stuff that they built or they, they, they grow Mm -hmm. back in the day, 10,000 years ago, you know, and wheat, whenever you could settle, you Mm -hmm. didn't have to migrate anymore because you could grow your food right then and there Mm -hmm. and people stayed put Mm -hmm. and it was beneficial to have somebody at your shelter, at your place Mm -hmm a spouse or whoever, and you could have kids and all of a sudden you have all these kids to help take care of the Mm -hmm. crops and you stayed local and Mm -hmm. they just decided like, Hey, this actually makes sense. Right. We'll just stay together. So it's probably relatively new within the last, you know, 10, probably five to 6,000 years that we formed these bonds, these connections and these big families and it just came from there. And then religion probably solidified it. Christianity yeah, solidified I, it.
0: And I do think there is something in, in our nature though, that craves that, that craves a partner. I think there's something in us and I don't think that's taught. Um, but what about all those people who are just totally fine and content being single? I would, I would love to talk to someone who's that way. Like Unix or whatever they're called. Yeah. Like I would monks. love to talk to someone that way. Cause I'm not saying that they're wrong, but I do, I do want to know the science behind that. Um, Because I personally don't think that we are people who are meant to be alone. I don't think that's what humans are. No, but that doesn't mean you have to get married. I mean, those people
1: that are single, they're not alone. That's the yeah. thing. They're not alone. They and they likely have friends, they likely have their needs met otherwise or whatever their needs are. <laughs> They're met in other ways. They don't need somebody's one specific person to fill those needs. And quite honestly, if you're in a relationship and you expect that one other person to fulfill all your needs. Oh yeah,
0: that's messed up. <laughs> that
1: is absolutely messed up. And yeah. if you're in a relationship and you feel like that's your responsibility that you have to fill all your spouse's needs, no, let them go out with their friends alone. Let them do these other things that they like doing. Like that's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm It's not that you're a failure because you can't fulfill all their needs. It's just that there's some you fail, there's some you don't. Mm -hmm. It's not an inherent flaw, right?
0: So, yeah. What is love? Shoot, I have no idea. (laughs) No, this is all good. (laughs) Like this is like this is good stuff to think about because, like, well, you know, I think people do struggle with that. Like, how do I feel love? How do I do love? Like, how do I show someone love? And they had those tests, you know, those five love language tests and all that jazz, and. I think there's some validity in that. I know John is not really a fan of those things, <laughs> but I think I think there's validity to them. So everyone is different. You're right. Man, let's just I can't get the campfire
1: going because I'm like I just want to sit and reflect. What is I Want to sit and reflect. Like, how do you feel loved? And I try to think of those things. Like, when have I ever been like, oh, really feel? Love I think that's house. the
0: love language thing, man. Cause like, if someone gives me a gift, I don't feel it. If someone like comes to my house with a package, fine. If someone says, Tim, you're really cool. But fine. is that love?
1: Or is that just a dopamine hit? A feel good hit? Is it love? What makes it love? That's
0: so deep, dude. <laughs> About the Google. Right.
1: Somebody, you know, somebody
0: does that, no doubt. Like, cause there's what physical touch, words of affirmation. My mine mine is quality time. Like, yeah. So like for example, the way that I feel loved is if I have someone who's like, my le- my day is freaking slammed, but I know you need to talk. So let's take a half hour and grab a coffee. In my mind, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like that like, dude, I feel like I feel like I'm in heaven in those right. moments. Because like someone is taking time out of their day to give me attention. <laughs> right. And is that love or do you think it's love because somebody said
1: it should be love?
0: I think that's how I've been since I was a kid.
1: Yeah. Which is fine. Like I'm, I'm not denying that That's no. a good feeling, but is that good feeling
0: love? Right.
1: You're okay. I'm going to get like, there's five different kinds here of
0: here. Here's the Webster definition of love, a feeling or sh- I'm sorry. I can't even read. A feeling of strong or constant affection for a person. Attraction that includes sexual desire. The strong affection felt by a person who has a romantic relationship. I mean, that's so stupid. It is stupid (laughs) because I
1: don't have like... Like that doesn't explain love for like your children or love for other people. And I'm sure love is just a word used to describe a whole bunch of different things. So
0: someone is saying what you want is never important, but what the other person needs and wants is always supreme. If you truly love someone, bullshit if too. you truly love someone, his or her happiness would be your first priority. Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. This is what I'm seeing off Google. So whatever. No wonder people are so confused because they're being fed that crap. Right. Like, and I think because it's like, no, like, yes, other people's needs are
1: important, but so are yours. Right. Like you shouldn't have to, I think in a, in a loving relationship, you shouldn't have to deny yourself Dude. for somebody else. Yes. It should oh be God, equally preach. fulfilling to both of you. Yes. Like you shouldn't feel like I really want to do this, but I know they want to do this. So you know what? I'm not going to do this so we can do this. Well, guess
0: what? That's a, just a breeding ground for resentment. It's a partnership, man. Like I'm just singing about like a relationship. Like I think love is in the stupid, tiny minuscule acts. I'm not going to say stupid. They're in the minuscule acts of life. John doing the dishes for Emily, Emily reading up the room. But do you know why uh, I do the dishes? I don't do them for Emily. And are doing for me. Well, I'm, I'm picking one thing out of, out of See, All of that stuff that like, I get
1: it though. I don't yeah. mean to pick on that. Yeah. Like, like. If she did the dishes, that would be great. Mm. If I do the dishes, that would be great. Like the dishes aren't, shouldn't be tied to love. Like the dishes, why do we even have dishes? We should be outside slaughtering animals and just eating it right off the bone. (laughs) The only reason we're doing, the only reason we're doing the dishes because of modern day,
0: otherwise we would have just went out and killed an animal and just started eating its small intestine. Dude, man, I think that you, I think that you time traveled to the future because I do, because everything that you talk about ties down, ties back to like, I've been talking
1: about this like before I was even like a primal certified health coach right
0: bit like i feel like i'm living in a different era yeah you're you're like a, yeah you're like that person in the movie like jumanji where he's like what year is it he's got like a beard and he because like in the future yeah
1: because think about dishes like we're fired up i don't care it's midweek thoughts i'm having fun yeah i'm feeling so loved right now uh, <laughs> i feel so loved like literally we don't have dishes dishes are a byproduct of advancement of our society of evolution <laughs> literally we would have killed an animal like the first thing that our primal ancestors would ate is the organ meats the mm. guts because that's where all like the healthy stuff is mm. you know and and they'd leave like there i just read an article the other day that like there's evidence that they think we got smarter not because of like eating just meat, but eating like marrow and brains of animals hmm. because of markings on bones that they found looks like a human had used some kind of tool to break open the bones and eat the marrow and the brains of the animal hmm. um, instead of the actual meat itself, hmm. which was interesting. But anyway, um, so, yeah, I think about the dishes stuff and like my brain just goes to like, yeah, but what are even dishes? Why? <laughs> it, why should that be? You know, Dude, that's or, so funny. Or, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Sure there's other people like me out there that. I'm not saying you're weird. Uh, no, just, it's not weird. Just be honest. I kind of am. I think differently. I think you're I think you. A different plane. <laughs> a different plane. Like this is the kind of stuff that I talk about with my wife and she's like, yeah, I don't love you right now. I don't like, love <laughs> you
0: right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I can't <laughs> stop thinking about it. <laughs> but the thing again, it's a choice. Like that's what makes it, that's what, that's what makes love so beautiful. Like I I think people who are like, I want to find my soulmate. I want someone. I I want the universe just to attach me to somebody. And we were just meant to be, we were destined to be together. I don't think that's that romantic because you're, it's already predetermined you're going to be with them anyway. So what, what makes it special? Like I think what makes love so beautiful is like Emily could wake up one morning and just be so pissed at you, but yet she still rolls over, gives you a kiss on the cheek and she's like, Hey, Good morning, You've love, never yeah. been
1: married. It shows. You don't roll over and kiss people. Think of morning breath. You you wait. You wait until you teeth brush and all of that. Okay, stuff, Well, you guys Tim's don't have love. That is dude. not love at all. I'm just kidding. Um, well,
0: this is how I would play it in my head. <laughs> I've, I know I've never been married, but I, what I'm getting at is like choosing to be with someone, even whenever it's incredibly hard for you to do. So that is what I think is beautiful about.
1: love. Even if you want to wake up and you're both feeling frisky in the morning, there's like a no kiss policy. No kiss. Okay. Because you just both woke up. Uh, I will. got more, it's a, It's a, it's a mutual, like, yeah, we know we woke up, but there's these other needs. There's just a no kiss policy, you know,
0: (laughs) because of breath. Yo, you know, know it's funny. I dated a girl whose parents built a sink directly beside the bed. Like I'm talking, you can literally roll over in bed and brush your chomps and then roll back over. Like they built it right next to the bed. I'm sorry. It was, I I went to our parents bedroom and I was like, Oh. What's that sink for? Do they really uh? Need to wash their, Wash their hands. Not gonna lie. So, so I don't know that we really got anywhere with our answer of
1: what is love, but just talking about relationships and love and right. what it is. I think I'm I, still stuck on them. whole marriage. Like, what is marriage? I'm mean, I'm gonna even go even what? further. I'm like, in today's world, like you think about the things you can and can't do. Where did that come from? You think about the laws. You think about government. And you're talking about like. There, do,
0: there's ways to research
1: just, it. Oh, absolutely. But I mean, people just started something and realized like we're going to do, we, we've invented something, we've made something and we're going to roll with it. We have no idea how it's going to pan out a hundred years from now. We have no idea. Let's just institute this thing called marriage. And if you look at the history of, I mean, you could even look at the history of the marriage, like in the old Testament, mm. it's like trading for livestock and property. And mm. you know, it wasn't even about love right. at all. Hmm. So, you know, I think you're right about like New Testament things being about love, like with, you know, G- loving, loving your bride, like, like Christ loves the church and right. stuff like that, yeah, that and sacrifice, stuff. whatever. Um, But looking at the history of some of that stuff and asking like, why, why, what is it even supposed to be? Well, That's what I'm getting at is I rules. think
0: people are getting married for the wrong reasons. I think people are getting married because of what the televisions and the TV, like the, what movies tell us what love is. And I think if you really boil it down, it's about that partnership. It's a, who do you want to be your partner, and not so much who makes you feel butterflyy. Maybe we'll talk about
1: that on Monday, like the influence that television and media has on the generate, like growing up. Mm. You know, thinking that like, oh, if I just get married, it'll be like this. If <laughs> I just get have kids, it'll be like this. Mm-hmm. And seeing all the good sides, but not even seeing how difficult it really can be. Cool. So.
0: Alright, see you guys Monday for the... Yeah, I gotta
1: uh, go back to work.
0: Alright, see y'all later.